Well, let's let's start it with um, a quick reflection on what's come first with Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, and your general thoughts as how Snyder's vision and approach to those characters played out. So, starting with Man of Steel, brought a new a new Superman for a new era. Was it the right Superman for the right era, or was it just a different Superman? I, I personally think it's the right Superman for the right era, uh, because at, at that point, Warner Brothers was incredibly reluctant to dip into... It was sat on a treasure trove of characters, equal of the wealth of Marvel, and, and it, we'd only ever had the sort of Christopher Reeves legacy of Superman films. Obviously, that mini-attempt at a revival in Superman Returns, yeah. uh, and the Batman films. And obviously we were coming off the success of Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy where he deconstructed and reconstructed Batman in an elemental, neo-realistic way that was incredibly successful. So to, to take that to take Christopher Nolan as executive producer and David Goya and try and put that same magic into a Superman film and obviously employ Zack Snyder to do it, I, I thought it was sound sound logical reasoning and I think through that prism it's very much a elemental Superman begins Man of Steel. I, I adore it I adore it. Um you adore it so much you bought me the D V D Yeah, well and you know, I, I know there's always preferences of like tone, filmmaker, character, use of characters and stuff, but what are the main critiques of Superman for non fans all the time? He's not relatable, he's antiquated and he's OP. Uh, I thought that film addressed all of that well. And and for me, he's not Superman in it. He's he's becoming. How does a Superman happen? If you're an alien on Earth, you, why why do you come out? Do you know what I mean? Like and and it to uh, to go through the sci-fi invasion aspects of that. Uh, it's really strong for me. Um, so that's the film I like, and I am I I struggle to work out why it doesn't grab everyone. But uh, I do understand why Batman v Superman doesn't grab everyone because yeah. that that's the moment that Zack Snyder's given the keys to make it a, a, a DC universe, isn't he? It's not just a Man of Steel franchise anymore. And that film, I well, I adore that film as well. But but I get why that's that's pe- when people pull out because um, it, um, it's easier to see the necessity to be embedded in the characters by that film well yeah it's it's i mean it's a man of steel sequel and a justice league prequel and you're introducing batman's the villain there's so many (laughs) ballsy decisions in this in this really super somber dense lyrical ambitious film that it's it's like a it's just heavy, and then and then I, I think people struggle to get their head around the fact that man's not a nice person in it. And uh, I mean, to, to reinvent Lex, uh, Lex Luthor as a, a more of a um, Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos type for the mm. obviously that divides people. And then there's Wonder Woman's in it. Like it's it's just it's <laughs> obscenely, but but uh, earnest in it, and and. Um, so I think it's a, engaged on its own terms. I think it's a fascinating film to be enjoyed, and very it's Empire Strikes Back of this sort of through line, uh, which is so. Imagine you feel that way, and you've watched Empire Strikes Back, and it's, and instead of Return of the Jedi, you get a incredibly abridged Return of the Jedi. <laughs> you get the Ewok Adventures caravan of courage. <laughs> yeah, we never went to Jabba's palace. 
and and uh, you you saw a couple action scenes and and blah 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 blah. blah. You'd be desperate for Jedi, wouldn't you? And, and and did I say did I seriously just compare the 2017 version to Caravan of Courage? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's harsh. It's harsh on Caravan of Courage, to be honest with you. <laughs> but but I mean, it, it's fair to say these films have divided audiences. It's fair to say you love them or you hate them for a lot for for many people. I I think the very that they're incredibly esoteric visions and and approaches to these characters and that's personally why i really adore them because mm-hmm. we, we we've had five or six superman films we've had like nine live action feature like batman films at this point we're going to have six seven eight nine more in our lifetimes god, god <laughs> willing and all that. that's not even to mention the many tv shows through the years exactly from smallville through yeah. to the modern day era of um the cw verse of like Flash, yeah, yeah. Supergirl, and even now Superman with his own mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only, the only one, the only one who's not had his own series except in animated form is Batman. Yeah, which oh, I'd kill for. Um, oh. um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I I mean, what we were just talking about, Batman Returns, and and thirty odd years down the line, we prefer it to the original Batman because that's the one the filmmaker takes risks. That's the one; it's his film. That film, I, I I grew up with that film, loving that film, and and the criticism we a lot of Batman fans was, it's not a Batman film, <laughs> um, <laughs> and they preferred Batman Forever. That seems like madness to me. Sat in twenty twenty one, but that was that was the feel. That was the uh, consensus sort of appeal around ninety six, ninety seven. So I just wanted these films to be allowed to exist and breathe away from the zeitgeist. Let's move on. Give like let's have Matt Reeves Batman. Let's get a new Superman, whatever, whatever. But give me these films so I can revisit them because I do think time. Once we're away from the direction of it, which I think is what people resistant to more than anything. But when when it's not a factor in any of that, I think I think they'll be better viewed, uh, or at least viewed by the people who actually want to seek them out and watch them because they're not in everyone's face. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think one of the problems that the Snyder Cut release has had is that the hysteria about it over the years with the campaign to get it made has has really divided people. You've got the people who want to see it, who want it to exist and they're determined for it to exist. You've got a, a middle ground of people who are just like, I'm curious. I was I was in that middle ground. I'm not really a huge fan of what Zack Snyder's done with them, but I am a fan of Zack Snyder. And I kept hearing mm-hmm. that his this would be his his vision and his chance to show where he was leading to. And that's what I was interested with because, you know, I, my my problems with this very, like universe was all about the depiction of Superman. And it's the moralistic mm-hmm. core of Superman that it wasn't getting. But I was constantly being told that we will get to see him take the journey to become what I wanted out of Superman. So that's why yeah. I was interested. I don't dislike Zack Snyder. I can't wait for his future projects. But mm-hmm. this was just curiosity. But then you've got the like staunch, adamant people who are just like, because the campaign has been so in your face, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. a small percentage of toxic people have had the loudest mouths, which is, happens with any fan fandom out there the smallest yeah, percentage yeah. have the biggest voices and they've made this animosity towards the project they've made it so that some people will just go uh we don't need this film and hate it for the sake of hating it so i don't hate it i mean i'll, I'll state categorically that uh, my feelings on it are 
okay, it didn't quite work for me. I can see what he was trying to do. But for me, it was a case of the 2017 film shows what happens when there's too much producer and studio interference. Whereas this one shows what happens when you don't actually have any interference and the director is allowed to give free reign. And it's yeah. not necessarily a good thing because to me it's a bit overlong, it's a bit overblown and it's, it's Zack Snyder just putting everything in there. Now, as a fan of the franchise, as a fan of what Zack's done so far and seeing this journey, for you, how did this film work? Did it work? Did it work as you wanted it to work or was there elements that you thought should have been reined back a bit? It's kind of both because it's tough because it's, it's especially in the current, it, it's just been released obviously in the current sort of... Um, glow of it it's very hard to separate the story that led to this away from the final product because this is a film we weren't going to get like there's no precedent we were going to get this if we were going to get this it's a rushed self-financed assembly cut 10 years down the line straight on home release like to, to get the money poured into to redo a film that had been done in this way it's just so unprecedented and to to have a trilogy that that had fizzled out like 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 I'd used the Return of the Jedi analogy to to eventually just get your Return of the Jedi after all this time. It's hard to divorce that from 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 your opinion of it, um, because it's just a cathartic thing. However, uh, I do I do agree because because if we we are any of this studio experience, we are any of this, we'll we'll never fully know what happened. There's various rumours and accusations out there it's all by the by we don't know do we um yeah. but if we just got this version four years ago we're probably talking about what we just watched in the snyder cut condensed to probably compromised three hours and that would have been the tortest best version of it i think that yeah. is fair um yeah. i and and i can't i can't deny but 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 because of the way it's gone, he's been given free reign. He's been given like, look, you be as indulgent as you want. He's he's, he's a kid in a candy store, so we've got four hours. We've got tax on scenes, this that, and the other. And ironically, like if you're judging it as a final product, the the criticisms that can be had are a bit of indulgence and a bit of tax on. But at the same time, he's doing that for the fans because he's got the ability to. And we're happy for him to. Yep. So, so it's a it's a weird one because look, I mean, the final two sequences, uh, shot were reshot and tacked on, and they feel that, but they're also like amazing. I think. <laughs> like, I it reminded me of um, there was there was various TV shows through the years that got cancelled before the time. Uh, one example, I mean, it, it kind of links in with Joss Whedon, but um, his Dollhouse series almost oh, yeah, cancelled twice and at the end of each se- season they added mm. an episode which showed a future imperfect model where it would lead yeah, to and that's what yeah. this last half hour of justice league Zack snyder edition felt like to me it was like Zack going if i had chance this is what i would have done yes which uh, i mean it could be taken to is uh, i i um end of day that his version because we've got the theatrical version and yeah people aren't wrong yes the theatrical versions are chopped up best of this version, we some John Whedon scenes rewritten, all of the Easter eggy and sequely baiting nonsense cut from it. That's why this is a Snyder cut and not a Snyder sequel. But like, so, so yeah, we in very, very broad strokes, we've seen the film or, or like versions of a lot of the actions set pieces. But there's just so much more flesh to this, and and 
And the reason I like Batman v Superman is it's oddly lyrical, and it's it, mm-hmm. it, this film has so many allusions to Man of Steel and Batman v Superman to make those films even richer retroactively or watching as a trilogy. Uh, the the individual characters who are introduced in this film um, and they've not had the chance to have their own. Um, like a, a big reason I love Batman v Superman is. We've had nine live-action Batman, and it's probably the second one to give him a transformative arc that feels earned, and you feel like Batman is a completely different character by the end of that film than the beginning, and not in a, oh, the villain tested him, and not in a, <laughs> like, someone died, or just in a... In a, like, in a self-journey more than anything else. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was a, he, he basically, he'd, he'd forgotten his path, basically. I mean, yeah, I, exactly. I get all the themes that were in Batman versus Superman. I just didn't. Oh, I yeah, just yeah, thought yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was loads of nice ideas that didn't quite work for me. But yeah, uh, I see what you're. I see where you're coming from on it. But to see that Batman at the other end in this, having gone through that and trying to put a team together and trying to trust in other people, it's just more flesh. To, do you know what I mean? And 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 I think that's the recurring theme with this Snyder cut. It's everything's just given more time to breathe. Cyborgs. It's character. I'll be honest. I'm a DC fan. I, I I love them. I love plastic, man. I love. We can go as obscure as you like. Question. <laughs> and I've never cared about Cyborg. He's always been a bit comic relief in the Teen Titans for me, and he's been a bit. Bland. I I've I've always had problems with Cyborg as a character because for me he's a Deus Ex Machina given actual Deus Ex Machina form. Basically, whatever <laughs> yeah. whatever he whatever he needs to do. All of a sudden, he can magically do it. Well, mechanically do it with his mystic tech. It it never works for me. I hate characters that have no definition that they can just well, do anything. It's one of the re- it's one of the reasons that I didn't quite like the Captain Marvel film because in that yeah, film yeah. she had undefined powers, and I don't like there to be no definition. I agree, and, and but he very much got his like New Fifty Two onward uh, Justice League sort of promotion for the 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 needed. We, we you need to address diversity. Um, and, and he has great potential as a character, but I, I didn't feel his history and mythology had earned that top seven of the DCU status, certainly. Um, I think this film's the best cyborg I've seen. It, it, to, to create, obviously, a Frankenstein's monster learning is... He's a god in a digital age, isn't he? Uh, well, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll, I'll have to just say that Teen Titans Go to the Movies had the best version of cyborg. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I love that film, so I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> So, so Cyborg's very much... Uh, it, there's a lot more heart and humour in this than his previous two out. There's a lot of heart in Man of Steel, but these films are criticised for being sombre and they're criticised for being humourless and throw a joke in there, you know. This funny character. I've always felt Perry White and Alfred have always been amusing to me. But, like, um, yeah, th- this really adds earned organic heart and humour to, to make the whole thing slightly lighter. By the same token, um, Steppenwolf and and the world surrounding him so much more developed. It's also more edge lord and <laughs> the dark side and the side and fourth world explored and all that is badass. But it's an epic. It's an epic undertaking. A four hour film. The the chapters really help people watch it. How they're going to watch it. If if you want to watch it apart at a time or create your own intermission and create your own breaks. I think that's a great compromise to help people through this but it should go without saying um but if you don't like man of steel batman v superman yes a four hour snyder led studio nowhere near it version of justice league's probably not for you 
But for the, for those who are fascinated, because obviously it's a fascinating story, I think there's a lot of humour, a lot of heart, a lot more depth. But be prepared to watch Lord of the Rings and not the Avengers, because you'll be a bit disappointed otherwise. <laughs> um, I've, I've, I suppose you've seen the news of the upcoming Grey edition, which will be landing yeah. on HBO next month. It, does this feel like um, HBO have agreed to do this and give it a month apart just to keep subscriptions does it is that just me being cynical or does it sound like hbo max are going to milk this dry uh, I, th- I think it's both uh, well it's like the definition of indulgence i think all these yeah. black and white versions with logan and mad max and 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 Zack snyder's reason for it is because he it lived with him in black and white for the most part until he was given the See, that, million. That's what, that's what I mean. He's basically got that version already, so there's no reason why they couldn't just drop that now, but they're literally waiting yeah. another month. Are we going to get to that month, and then a, a week after that, they'll turn around and say, oh, we've actually got him to do a, a three-hour edit of the film for the people who didn't <laughs> yeah. like it being long, and that'll come next month, and they're just going to keep releasing it <laughs> each time. Say, I mean, and, there, and there's some different dialogue by Joker in this one. <laughs> it'd be cynical. Uh, you would see right through it, but I can't lie to you. I'd watch it and they win. <laughs> it would work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so, um, I will watch The Justice is, is great, but I'm, I'm sure I'll come to the conclusion cool, but I'll rewatch the colour one like I always do with these black and white ones. But uh, I mean, options are great. All entertainment's a choice, isn't it? Um, and I'm just, it's just a victory lap. I never thought I'd get it, and it was just a joyous experience. It, yeah, it's not perfect. Um, no, no film is. Uh, I think Endgame is one of the most triumphant event spectacles of all time, and I could sit here and critique it for two hours. Like, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I can't help but gush a bit about the film because I wasn't supposed to get this. I, 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 <laughs> it's not been easy being a DCEU fan. Uh, everyone tells you we're wrong to like it. They're not good. They're not the characters. What? Marvel, Marvel, you should be watching Marvel because apparently you can't like both. <laughs> oh, I, I, I absolutely hate that opinion. I've seen so many people online comparing Marvel and DC. And to be fair, just for a joke, I've merged my letterbox rankings together for the DCEU and the MCU just to see where they all slot in. And Marvel has a lot more dominance, but it's because they've got a lot more films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> However, if I was to merge... All, all the live-action DC films with all the Marvel films, the top three slots, I think, would be DC because mm. Superman the movie's in there, Batman Returns, and Batman. They are my top three. So all this, like, Marvel versus DC, no, you can love them all. You can love any comic book. It's annoying when people feel that they need to compare them. It'd be like saying, oh, I watched those Harry Potter films. Lord of the Rings did it better. <laughs> yeah. Because like, <laughs> like, I'm a superhero f- I'm, I'm, Yes, I prefer DC because I grew up as a Batman fan reading hmm. DC comics. But I love Marvel films. They, they, look, it's game-changing. It's been brilliant. I've had 24, 23. What, what are we on? Um, um, <laughs> a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Not even including the the non Marvel studio Marvel films, they're brilliant. They've changed the game. They've changed the genre. But but each superhero film that pushes the boundaries and pushes the genre and put it greenlights others at rival companies, and that, we can have it all. Uh, it doesn't have to be a rival. If I want jokes, I'll go to Thor Ragnarok. If I want a somber lyrical intense whatever, I'll go to Batman v Super. Like it's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, future-wise for the Snyderverse, now obviously the hashtag Restore the Snyderverse 
is uh, becoming very prominent again, and it's definitely on the rise. Is the room for Snyder within the DCU going forwards? Maybe as a side project, maybe utilising the Flashpoint's multiverse to spin off. Do you see them returning back to Snyder at some point? I know that his characters are continuing on, but they've kind of developed and grown their own kind of personalities. Aquaman was a very yeah. different film yeah. than what Snyder's trilogy were. Um, yeah. <laughs> including Amber Heard had a completely different accent. Don't know what was going <laughs> yeah. on there. <laughs> but is the room for it to be another side project, maybe just for HBO? Well... When they when they came up with this, the idea of this DCEU, it was very much going to be the 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 spine of it was going to be Zack Snyder's vision, and and we were going to get all these offshoots, weren't we? And obviously, when that went a bit foul, and they reshot Suicide Squad and Justice League, and the the kind of we kind of continued, but we've continued in this half apologetic. We won't contradict it, but it's not really a continuation manner. And there's been some enjoyable films in there, but but there's no, it's aimless, isn't it? It's a bit to the point, and it is contradicting. It's like, obviously, this was meant to come before Aquaman four years ago, but Aquaman is a completely different world than we're presenting with here. They're very lucky they've got a Flash film to help ex- undo some of the mess and explain the meta nature of alternate adaptations to audiences. Uh, they should know. But apparently some don't. Um, <laughs> but um, it's tough because again, if this had released four years ago, I think we've all moved on. And I think a big part of the resistance to this, I don't think if if it was a one-off Batman v Superman movie, I think people would go not for oh that disappointing, not for me. Let's move on. Who's next? But it's it's the fact people are like I don't like this, and you're gonna give me what four more films like. <laughs> um, I think that's been a lot of the weird pushback of the DCEU struggling to win people, certain people around. Um, I I don't need two more Zack Snyder Justice League films. I've got a pretty complete trilogy now. Uh, I would ask for an eye cut of Suicide Squad to just yeah. completely undo all the reactionary panicking post-BVS Warner Brothers did to sabotage their own film. Yeah. Um, Yes, obviously, I take HBO, Ben Affleck meets Deathstroke uh, spin-off, and obviously I would take a sequel, but I do feel like we have we should move on or, or have moved on in a way, because this was the unfinished business we wanted. Mm-hmm. I, but by the same token, we've created a multiversal strategy that almost begs for this to be able to continue without being harmful to... Uh, for me, it's does it help or hinder the characters? I think if this continues for a few more years, just Zack Snyder's vision for the Justice League, it'll start hurting the characters because it'll get in the way of getting a new Superman. It'll get in the way of obviously getting Matt Reeves' Batman, so not that, but Cy- Cyborg and Flash and Aqu- it'd get in the way, wouldn't it? More than it'd help and give us if if we committed to his original plan of two sequels and whatever else. But if he wants to do a single one shot Elseworlds, Man Maxi, and apocalyptic nightmare finale to this, where we find out how we got there through flashback straight on HBO. I think I think the the ballsy nature of that would be cheaper. <laughs> it'd be distinguish it, and it'd not get in the way of anything or harm anything. And we'd, yeah. that'd be amazing and cool. But I've got what I wanted. We're, we're so deep into bonus territory here i didn't think batfleck could ever come back and he's obviously going to get a 
a direct story or more of a meta send-off in the Flashpoint film. I didn't think we'd get this cut, and we have. And I just want to be able to revisit this phase as complete in a way as possible. So I'm a bit wary of sequels, because what if it just keeps baiting for that next one? So, so if he said, I'm coming back for one epic finale this is my final film for this universe i'd be super excited but in terms of restoring the snyderverse in terms of a direction and plan i think unfortunately we're past that and it's a shame but we, we are and i want to see james gunn's suicide squad and i want to see matt reeves batman and and when have warner brothers been the most successful it's when filmmaker led Singular takes some characters, Todd Phillips, Joker, Dick Donner, Superman, Chris Nolan's Batman. Just that's probably the angle we need to go. Um, but uh, yes, I'd definitely take more. <laughs> <laughs> One positive I'll give is that after watching this version of Justice League, I think that the Flash is a lot more developed as a character than what he was when when Joss Whedon decided to shoot some extra scenes with him being nervous and not quite understanding his own abilities. He's confident whilst jittery in this, yeah. and I love it. And he's the he, he was the he was the humour of the film, and it's made yes, me yeah. more excited for the Flashpoint movie because I wasn't sold on Ezra Miller, but I think he's come mm-hmm. out of this as one of the strongest the strong strongest benefits of this version. Uh, yeah, I think if I had to, what what are the biggest takeaways from this version? And why is it superior to the theatrical version bar just various feelings of epicness and tone and soundtrack and whatever? It's clearly, well, it's Cyborg and Flash. I, I think Flash is, you can't put a price on that sort of change of chemistry of levity. It's levity, but it's not like he's pure jokes, like in the Josh Reader version. He's got his own arc. He's got his own mm-hmm. drama. He's, he's got his own moments. Um, but... Uh, it's just refreshing, and that character was done really interestingly rendered. And um, it was a not a surprise, but it, it, it's a very weird experience because we kind of knew everything. I've never watched a film I've been so excited for where I kind of know everything. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like I know there's a Joker scene. I know there's Deathstroke in it. I know there's Dark Side. Like, I, I would, I, I kind of wish I could have watched this not knowing. Any of that. I'd just be surprised by any of them. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine just your head exploding when, like, <laughs> no one's talking your dark sides in it? <laughs> um, but, you know, it's not, he had to tease this version to get it into existence, and we're not allowed nice things, not spoil anymore. But, like, the, the, there's a lot of heart and humour, and there's a lot of epic sweeping moments. And, and it just gives everything room to breathe. Does it breathe too much on occasion? That's a matter of debate. I'm sure there's scenes I'd agree and scenes I wouldn't. But like, it's a, it's a, it's it's a triumph of a filmmaker over a studio, isn't it? A filmmaker gets to do as complete a version of his film as he could, and it's for better in a lot of places for that, and it's for worse in a couple of places for that. But if anything, it made me want to watch the theatrical and then the Snyder cut again. It's like such a, it's such a fascinating unprecedented set of events isn't it well i'm i'm really glad that you've uh you've got kind of what you wanted uh with this release in fact you got more than what you wanted you you would, would have been quite happy just to get the rough cut the assembly cut but now you, yeah. you've got a completed version with additional scenes so you basically got the comprehensive blu-ray collection uh, exactly. i assume that you will be picking this up when it comes out on 4k blu-ray next month that's very fair to say yeah <laughs> right well um thank you for uh, sharing your thoughts on this because I want, we wanted to get the variety of thoughts over such an event 
movie getting released and obviously you are you are not only a really good friend but a really good dc fan so thank you again scott <laughs>